Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Jesse Duplantis. And Kathy. I'm Kathy Duplantis right here in the boardroom chat for you today. <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> We're having a good time before the presence of the Lord. And I want you to call a friend. My, my, tell them that whatever you're watching on, praise God. <laughs> yeah, get share on with us. Yeah, yeah, and share it and all the kind of different things that you do. And I want to talk about something that a lot of people realize uh, that don't really understand and is that by Jesus and the time factor. Mm, and what yeah. I mean by the time factor, you know, a lot of people think, well, you know, that was 2,000 years ago. And, you know, things have changed yeah. a lot. And you know you're right, but not with Jesus. Mm -hmm. No, no. I mean, yes, we have changed and everything, you know, and, but, not, but Jesus has never changed. And I want to go to a scripture and I want to talk about that today. Mm -hmm. Because I find that sometimes the church world, Kathy, will cut off, say, well, you can't have that because that was only for that generation yeah. or, you know, that time. But, you know, we are a different time in a different place. No, no, no. That may be true. We may be at a different time in a different place. Mm -hmm. But Jesus is the same. That's right. And I'm going to prove that to you with the scripture. And it's a very simple scripture. And it's, uh, it's uh, actually Hebrews chapter 13, verses 8. It's a very small verse, but it has a big meaning to it. It says, Jesus Christ, the same yesterday and today and forever. So he was the same 2,000 years ago. That's right. 2,000 years before his day on the earth, 2,000 years before God ever created the earth, Jesus never changed. That's right. And, and then throughout eternity, Through eternity he's and not going to change. Never changed. He's Same yesterday, yesterday and today and, and forever. Tomorrow. See, people ask me, why do you believe in healing so much? Because Jesus did. Mm -hmm. He was a healer. Now, how to get a healing real quick, you seek the healer. If you need some provision, you seek the provider. You know, mm -hmm. a lot of people are trying to seek the healing or the provision. If you just get close to the healer and the provider, you'll get the healing and the provision in every area of your life. That's right. Now, Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever, which means whatever Jesus said we can have, we can. That's right. No matter what the church world says. That's right. No matter what the secular world says or, or the intellectual. Or tradition. Or tradition. It didn't make any difference. It's God's word is true. That's right. So I, I want to, let me tell you why he doesn't change. Because the needs of people do not change. I mean, people had the same needs 2,000 years ago as we have today. And, and, and the world will not change in its need of Jesus Christ. That's right. That's you see? so good. I mean, people just, don't, you know, Satan don't have no new tricks. That's, That's right. what's amazing to me. You, you know, know, Jesse, I don't like it when people misrepresent me and they'll say, Kathy said this or that. And, and I said, I didn't say that. Well, I know that God <laughs> doesn't appreciate it when people misrepresent him Amen. and his word. You know, even though Jesus, some people will say, even though Jesus Christ healed when he was on the earth, well, he's still alive. Yes, indeed. He rose from from the dead and he heals today and he heals through his church and so that everything that Jesus promised everything that he he told the disciples and he taught to us belongs to us all the promises of God are yea and amen which means yes and so be it so why wouldn't healing be for today if Jesus healed then right you know and why wouldn't blessing would be today and if, if and when blessing was for Jesus Back in his day, I mean, he fed 5,000 people with a two-piece fish dinner. Don't you think he can do that today? Yeah. Sure he can. I know it. So the needs of people don't change, and our need of him doesn't change yeah. in any way, shape, or form. Now, that's yesterday. Now, what about today? Mm -hmm. Well, you know, people are always having some doctrinal dispute about speaking in tongues and things of that nature. Well, my Lord, Paul said, I speak in more tongues than y'all do. So in other words, if they could do it then, you can do it now. Why would God handicap you? Uh, he, the devil, I mean, my life, he's had 2,000 more years of experience of messing with people. Mm -hmm. And I would, but by the time it comes to today. Yeah. So we need the same power that Peter, James, John, uh, Bartholomew, all of them had. And yet people say, well, we don't have that today. Miracles are not for today. Yes, they are. I see miracles every day happening. And I want to tell you something. Why? Because Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Would you like to read that to amplify it? Maybe the sure. same words. It's very close, but it's really it, powerful. But it's powerful. And it says, a verse, Hebrews chapter 13, verse 8, and the Amplified says, Jesus Christ, and it parentheses, it has the Messiah. The Messiah. That's what Christ means, the right. anointed one, it, yes. is always the same yesterday, uh, today, yes, and forever to the ages. I like the word always. 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 You see, just because you put a, let me just say, if you take a picture out, uh, 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 you have a picture in your house, and you change the frame, that doesn't alter the picture. Did you hear that? Mm -hmm. You see, and a lot of time, religious world wants to alter the picture. Mm -hmm. Just because you take the picture out and say, well, I'm going to put a prettier frame on it, a gold frame, or maybe a heavily carved wood frame, that doesn't alter the painting that you put 
in the frame. No. You just altered the frame, right. see, or the framework or whatever it is. See, but a lot of people think that if you change the picture into a different frame, then the picture's different. No, it's not. It's the same thing. It's the same theme that whoever painted that picture, it's just a different framework mm -hmm. on it. <laughs> and that's why God's word is so true. So what do you need today? Because Jesus is listening right now. And he said he'd supply how many need? All. All. Now, that's a small word with a big, big definition. All your needs according to his riches in glory. Right. Not according to the riches of the United States or China or Japan or whatever you might think some nation's got a lot of money, mm -hmm. but according to his riches in glory, right. what God has done. Now, let me show you this. He, why did Jesus change? Well, he, he said, I only say what my father says, mm -hmm. and I only do what my father says to do. And if you go all the way back to Psalms 89, verse 34, the father says, my covenant will I not break nor alter the thing that goes out of my lips. Right. So notice, he don't change neither. He doesn't change. And he wants us to stick with what he had said. Amen. You know, in the earth, there's always some new idea, some new doctrine trying to fly, rise oh, oh, up. Yeah. But listen to the next verse in okay. Hebrews chapter 8, okay. verse 9. Hebrews and chapter 8. Excuse me, 8, 13, the one we're in. Wait, verse 8. We read verse 8. I right. want to read verse 9. Okay. In the Amplified, it says, because we just talked about right. how Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And verse 9 says, do not be carried about by different and varied and ailing teachings, for it is good for the heart to be established and ennobled and strengthened by means of grace, God's favor and spiritual blessing. And be not devoted to foods, rules of diet, ritualistic meals, which bring no spiritual benefit or profit to those who observe them. That's so true. He just wants to stick to the word of God and the plan well, of know, God. You know, people want to come up with something new. Let me tell you something about Satan. Satan don't have as much power today as he did back when Jesus walked That out. is so true. You see what I'm saying? Because he's dying daily, yeah. yet the church will loves to elevate him. Right, what Jesus said, I, the word tells us that Jesus came to destroy the works That's of the right. devil. I love that word, destroy. <laughs> I like that. I think about this. You know, they, I've heard some people say that a, a Christian can be saved and demon-possessed. Can I ask you a question? How? How can God live with the devil inside of you, but he can't live with the devil in heaven? If he wanted to he live refused. with the devil in heaven, God would have never kicked the boy out, kicked him out and said, get out of here. So why would he want to live, you know, Christ in you, the hope of glory? Well, like you've got a duplex in your heart? It's not no duplex. You see, that's another crazy kind of doctrine. Right. Because somebody, watch it. Let me tell you how that happens. It's always done by experience. Well, my God, sister, so-and-so has been a faithful Christian. All of a sudden, a devil manifested. See, so she must be saved and demon-possessed. No, she might. No, no. I mean, the devil can not, he's not in you. He can motivate you to do some things, but he surely can, if you listen to him, but he surely cannot possess you if you already possess with the Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit. Do you understand what I'm saying? I mean, don't complicate that because you saw some experience, you know, or oh, the devil's got great power. He does only if you allow it, mm -hmm. only if you listen to it. I believe we had a question that one of our live chats says, you know, how do you don't how do you stop from getting distracted from all the things the devil yeah. does? Well, I don't let satanic distractions become satanic attractions. Right. right. You see what I'm saying? The reason why people fall and mess up and sin is because they take a satanic distraction and make it an attraction. You see what I'm trying to say? And then they begin to focus on that. Then they become what their mind says they should be. Right, see? right. But Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Let me just say this, and I am really strong about it. If Satan got inside of me, Jesus would walk out. <laughs> he wouldn't stay there. We're not going to let no, he, yeah. no, I'm not going to let it happen <laughs> because it can't happen. Now, people say, what do you mean it can't happen? Because I will not let it happen. Mm -hmm. You see, I want to explain it this way. You can't lose your salvation because you're saved by grace, but you can reject your salvation. See, people think once you got saved... God's going to make you go to heaven whether you want to or not. Hmm. No, no, that's simply not true. You haven't lost your free will. You understand? But when God's web, let me tell you something about Satan. He lost his free will. Mm -hmm. He used to be able to do something, but God restricts him, shuts him down now. Yeah. You see, well, that's you know, why Jesse, Jesus even on a same. practical level, and mm -hmm. in marriage is a great way to understand a lot of things in the Bible, God's relationship to us. You know, if if I thought you didn't love me enough that you wanted to spend time with me or be with me. My opinion was, well, I'm going to go. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Know exactly because it's a mutual saying. connection that when we we love and respect each other, like you were saying, if God God won't stay in there if you no. allow the devil uh -huh. to come in. You've basically made a choice that you reject God, and that's what you said. That's you right. can reject, you reject God. You don't him. lose. Actually, you make a conscious decision. I'm going to choose this 
Right. Choose the devil's ways instead of God's ways. Well, that's how you got saved. You made a conscious decision to choose the Lord and let Jesus become the Lord of your life. Yeah. It was just a simple act of your free will. Right. Leave with your heart, confess with your mouth. Jesus rose from the dead. The Bible said you would be saved. Mm -hmm. Saved from what? Saved from yourself. Right. You see what I'm saying? So that the Holy Spirit could control and guide and, 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 and minister to you in every area of your life. Let me right. go back to that picture again. Just because you take a picture out of the frame and put a new frame on a picture doesn't alter the picture. That's right. You see what I'm saying? Now, Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. I'm not. Because <laughs> I looked at myself a while, uh, back before we came to the, uh, this boardroom chat thing, and I saw myself as a baby. I have changed a lot. <laughs> Since I was a baby. I have a picture of him as a baby, as like a toddler, I think it is. You have mm -hmm. a baby one, but we also right. have a toddler one that's right in my dressing. When I brush, every time I brush my teeth, I see that little baby boy. <laughs> and I think they told me you were crying right before oh, you yeah, took you that picture. Oh, yeah, you saw that. You can Probably see my eyes. That little defiant I look was cool. even there you know, yeah. when you were two. It's like an eight by ten. Yeah. It's and really I, cute. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and I had a pair of overalls on or it's something. It's adorable. Like that. <laughs> it's kind of crazy. I've changed quite a bit since then. And, you know, Adele, let me just say it must be, when, when did I do that movie with Kenneth Colbert, oh, The Covenant Writer? In the 80s. In, in the 80s. Okay, now watch it. They aged me, you ready for this? I'm ready. To the age that I am now. And they had a Hollywood makeup artist do it. And I was looking at it just a while ago. Because it's And in when our I office. did that movie, I didn't have this. I didn't have this. Look no, how loose this is. It's loose. You did. <laughs> but I got it now. And I looked at myself and I said, man. I mean, they got that it. Guy did they knew, get it right? They get it. That, that Hollywood makeup artist got it right. But back then, I could take it off, and I was back to this. <laughs> you know? now, now it's just here. But I don't really care because, you see, what's inside has never changed. Right. And never will change. And think about the forever part because even though we've changed, whenever our forever comes, whenever right. eternity comes, Amen. I believe we're going to get our new body. Oh, Hallelujah. I get back tight. I get back tight. Glory to God. Let's hope. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope. Yeah. I don't want to be the only, only one sagging skin oh, in heaven. No. You know He'll saying? be regular. <laughs> I'll just be regular. Praise God. That's what I'm saying today. So don't let nobody give you a false doctrine that you can't have today what Jesus or Peter or Paul or, or James had then. Whatever's promised in the Word of God. And right. there's over 7,000 promises of God. See, Christ's words are not a local lamp. See, people think, you know, Christ just puts on a lamp. Christ is the sun. Wow. And it lights up the planet. You understand what I'm saying? That's why he says, let your light so shine. That's so good. See, when you let your light shine, he's not just some lamp, you know. Religion's a lamp that goes out a bunch of times, you know. And some, some churches last a little longer because they got LED lights, you know, or something <laughs> like that. But Jesus is not a light. Yeah. He is the light. Yeah. He's not a truth. He is the, the truth. truth. That's so good. And, and that's, so, that's so powerful. See, uh -huh. so I, I, you know, I, I know people have, oh, people will get mad at me when I say this. Say, I need to get delivered from what? What are you talking about? I know it happens all the time. What did you, when you got born again, you got delivered from the top of your head to the soles of your feet. You just may not acknowledge it. Yeah. You see, but when Christ came in there, he gave you all authority and power over all devils. So never be afraid of a demon or a devil or, or some guy who said, or some person, I'll put a spell on you. Put a spell on you, son. And let me tell you, I can spell you real quick with the power of attorney to use the name of Jesus. It really, you shouldn't have a chance to even talk to the devil. The Bible said he's under your feet. That's right. So just keep his head slammed into the mud. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And when you understand that, that God's word is true. It really, it irritates me when people elevate the devil. That's right. Why? Because he is he's an enemy and under our well, feet. You know, we and are, already has been restricted, rejected, and awaiting that's confinement. That's true. But we are in a warfare. Before yes, we, we come are. to know the Lord, there's a warfare going on. But And even after we accept Jesus into our life, the devil doesn't want to give up territory. No. So we have to renew our minds to what the Bible has said and resist him. Well, the the only, Bible says, submit yourself, therefore, to God. Resist. resist the devil, and he will flee from you. So often people quote that verse of Scripture, and they leave off the first part, which is the most important part. They'll say, resist the devil and he will flee from you. No, it says, submit yourself therefore to God, Amen. which means to me his word and what he has said and what, what he has to say about that situation. He says, and resist the devil and then he will flee. He has to go. There's no other choice. See, I know there are principalities about <clears throat> spiritual rulers over cities and things. I mean, common sense, you know that. Why? Because people want it. Yeah. 
because people accept it. People bring it in. I mean, you, I mean, think about it. There's an area in the Los Angeles that's called a pornography area. It's, they have warehouses upon warehouses of nothing that they're putting out these pornography tapes and things of that nature. I saw that on, on the news. I mean, it's, I mean, it's huge. They're bringing uh, millions of them, see? Why is that happening? Because people want it. Just that, just that simple. You see, but if you don't want it, you can shut that down with the power of Jesus' mighty name. Think about that. You see, I mean, you can shut the devil down. Well, the police can do it. The police will. If somebody murders somebody, the police will arrest them. The district attorney will charge them with murder. And before you know it, they either go to the chair or whatever, they, you know, what, or they go to prison for life. And that's just because that's the rule of law. Yet there's something more powerful than the rule of law, and that's Jesus Christ and him crucified. So I love it when the Father says, my covenant will I not break. Mm -hmm. So when I read that, no alter thing that goes out of my lips, I also thought about my mind, my mind in Ephesians 5, 1, be you therefore imitators of God. So now I'm going to talk about Jesse's covenant. Jesse's covenant will I not break. Mm -hmm. No yeah. alter the thing that I say. Yeah. Well, My covenant will I not It's an break. agreement you've made between... I made a covenant with this woman on June the 6th, 1970, at 11 a.m. at Holy Rosary Catholic Church. When that priest was in front of us, he was a really nice priest. He was <laughs> a nice man. He said, do you take this one, be your lawful wedded wife? Okay. You know, we went through the ceremony, did the whole thing. But the most important word that Kathy was waiting for, that God was waiting for, and that the priest was waiting for, was me to say, yes. I mean, I think I he do, was. I do, I think was the oh, actual I do, yeah. words. <laughs> I do, which means yes. I, now, when you think about it, if, if I'd have stopped and said, well, let me think about that for a minute, that would have shut down the wedding process. You probably would have walked off. I'd have, yeah, I'd have probably <laughs> cold cocked you. So. <laughs> cold cocked me or something like that. What does cold cock mean? I Just think cold cock. <laughs> a, little, a little right cross. I never cross. have done it yet, but <laughs> oh, that, that might have been the beginning. If one time it, you kicked me. Do you remember when you kicked me? I remember me? one time I, uh, I don't want to go there. Did I kick you? you oh, no, I hit you, you in the head with my Head. No, you kicked me one time. I too. did. Yes, you did. I have to pray for the Lord well, help her. You must. Remember. You need to forget that. <laughs> I need to forget that. That's right. That's why when I see your feet coming, I run. Praise well, God. Well, that was before I knew one the Lord. One time, I'm sure. yeah, she was a. I was sleeping. You know, you could tell when somebody looking at you. This even was when our you're first, sleeping. our first year of marriage. Yeah, and even you had when you're already, sleeping. you had already been doing things that didn't like. Man, you must have done something in my dream. Maybe. In the dream, <laughs> she was dreaming something. I don't know, whatever. And and I, you know, I just woke up and there was Kathy like this. Right this close to me. I thought she wanted to say something to me. It must have been 3 o'clock in the morning. I said, what? And she's going, eyes open. And all she just goes, bam. And she butt, she headbutt me. Man. I did. Boom. When she did, she woke up. Oh, I'm sorry. I said, <laughs> and put a knot on my head. I said, what would you do? And she said, I was mad at you. You were doing something in my dream. Yeah. Hey, that's her thoughts, not my thoughts. But I got a bump on my head. <laughs> Yeah, like we, Clouseau, we still laugh about it. That was the first year of marriage. I guess I sent him a yeah. strong so we, signal in the beginning. Yeah, we've been sleeping separate ever since. No, <laughs> we haven't. <laughs> but I thought, man, Lord. And so, I, I basically was telling you there's more where that came from. You yeah, <laughs> don't straighten up. Yeah. I mean, she was having a dream. And I, I was. I caught it. Wasn't that something? I mean, it's crazy. He but forgave me. I did. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, it all happens, all that kind of stuff. But, but when you understand that... All this power that God gave mankind, even in the Garden of Eden, is still available in Hallelujah. us. Hallelujah. Right? So and I love that scripture, Christ in you, the hope of glory. Mm -hmm. Not on you, not around you, not about you, but in you. He gave us his name. You see, when I married you, I gave you my name. Yeah. Now, you know, I, that wasn't by accident. I mean, why would you have to change your name if I married you? I mean, you can Some still people be, don't, well, I but know. it's 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 a beautiful tradition, it's a great and tradi it's a parallel to what happens to us when we come to know God. Which says, I'm we yours take on and your His mind. name. You become one. Yeah. Well, we're not gonna, gonna call you Kathy. No, I'm not gonna call me Kathy. No, but I'm saying she called me a lot of other things. But you know, that's all. I you're do not. Gonna, not. Yes, you do. Praise God. Anyway, you have to pray for him. Yeah, no, this is the woman that needs prayer. <laughs> See, because I got scars to prove she would put a bent. I want to read a testimony. Change the <laughs> so subject. She's changing the subject right now. This one is from. Uh, they have so you know, many great testimonies. <laughs> I'm going in another direction. Okay, go in another Just follow direction. me. I'm following. This is uh, from Boardroom Testimonies. From uh, They sent us on Facebook. It says, okay. hello from Croatia. Hi Croatia. From, Julie says, hi from Australia. And then Nita says, hello from the Philippines. Amen. And this Hilda doesn't tell us where she's from, but listen to this testimony. She says, thank you, Brother Duplantis, for always having a great spirit of joy, always. 
having uh, always, always, twice in that sentence. Isn't it says, I like, I'm like that too, and they think I'm crazy. <laughs> <What do you think laughs> but I'm crazy I don't too? care what they think. No one will take my joy, even when they hurt me. Isn't we, that precious? Well, the joy of the Lord is your strength. That's what she's saying. Mm -hmm. No, nobody, I mean, nobody likes to be hurt. I've had people try to hurt. I've had people hurt my feelings. I mean, I, I'm serious. Yeah. I, they'll never know it. You know, I don't show that, but I have. But I don't let that hurt feeling go, turn into offense. See, now, when you get offended, you, now you have turned yourself over to what Satan wants to do. True. See, and he's been offended since the day he got kicked out of, out of heaven. So let me go back to that statement. I said, Christ's word is not just some little lamp that you have in the house. I love that. But he actually is the sun lighting up the planet. Light, and I mean, he's, he's the star. He's the morning star. I mean, he's just amazing how much light is coming out so of God. So true. So true. So much that you can't even cast the shadow. You know, there's no shadows in heaven. I know. You told me yeah, that. Yeah, that's a blessing of the Lord. Why? Because there's darkness. God is light. You don't need electricity there. The glory of God emanates so powerful. From but it's the not harsh. It's not a harsh no, light. No, it's a wonderful thing. Is it? Like we have and you remember right you here. told me that the colors are even brighter oh, when you're in heaven. You hadn't seen red. Do you see the red? what I red looks like that. in heaven or purple? So let me show you. We're right here. We're in a set right here. Now, I know you can't see this, but right in front of me is two big lights and another light over here. And then they got some... Uh, it's like a diffuser or a screen diffuser to here. soften it, I guess. Now watch this. I, I, I'm going to prove a point here. But around me is darkness. But it can't get in here. This room is much bigger than these lights. Yet that small light is stopping that darkness from coming into us. Mm -hmm. Because if we went dark, you couldn't see us. You see, if I... Well, let me just ask Todd. He's here. If I cut these lights off and you put them back on, would it mess up the shot? Probably. I know I'll go dark, but I mean, yeah, would but it come back on real quick? You don't know? You want to try it? No. No, you don't want to try it. <laughs> Boys, I don't have no faith whatsoever at all. Bless I God. think they understand. <laughs> yeah, but watch. You would see how quick darkness goes. Boom! You see what I'm saying? But see, God is light. And he doesn't take... People say, well, I'm not that strong of a Christian. You're stronger than Satan and all his cohorts. Mm -hmm. He's the prince of darkness. You see what I'm saying? I had a man one time, he was very prejudiced. And, uh, and I, had to, I had to shut him down. I really did. You could tell he did not like black people in any way, shape, or form. So he comes up with this crazy notion. He said, well, I want to let you know, Satan's black. I said, what? He said, Satan's black. He said, you know, he's the prince of darkness. I said, let me tell you something. I said, first, you're an idiot. I had to tell him he's an idiot. I said, and number two, darkness don't have any color. Black is a color. Yeah. Black is a pretty color. Yeah. A lot of people wear black. You got some black in that in, in yeah. blouse or whatever, or in that. See, color. darkness is the absence of, of light. Absence of color. There no is light. no There is it's no light. There's no color. It's just dark. Isn't that amazing? So we said well, that's why Jesus is the light of the world. And you know, when God created, He said, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. There was no color. There was nothing. It wasn't black. Black's a pretty color. It's a nice color. It was void of color, void of light. Actually, the word void is the perfect word to understand what Satan really is. He is totally, completely void. Mm -hmm. Unless you give him a stage, unless you give him a, a place to talk. Mm -hmm. And notice that he can't do it unless you allow it. A, a, a demon cannot, mat, he can't do nothing in the planet unless he gets in somebody. Unless you yield yourself You have to, to yield. But see, you've, if you're born again, you've already been yielded to the Holy Amen. Spirit. Amen. Amen. You know what I'm saying? So you understand that God's word is so wonderful. Now, i, I got a point here I want to read to you. Christ's life, his life, Christ has not lost its clearness or its freshness or it's force. People ask me all the time, did you ever think about backsliding? No. I mean, but just, you, you seem to be always happy. Well, tried sad, didn't like it. That doesn't mean I don't have trouble in life. But, but see, Christ to me is just as fresh right now as it was on Labor Day weekend, 1974, at about a quarter to nine on a Saturday night in a bathroom in Boston, Massachusetts, where I gave my life to Jesus. Mm-hmm. You know, and he, because he does not lose his freshness. He doesn't get stale. Religion gets stale. 
Religion is a, a theological wilderness. wilderness. It's a garden of weeds. But Christ never gets there. And he's never lost his freshness. He never lost his clearness. I know exactly what he wants me to do. Mm-hmm. And I've been doing it now, preaching the gospel. Uh, at this time, 44 years full-time. 40, I'm 44 years preaching and 42 years full-time. Mm-hmm. And when you understand, I, I still have that clearness of that vision or the force of what he does inside yeah. of me. And, you know, but, Jesse, that just does, does, doesn't happen automatically. No. I mean, you from the beginning, and we both do this, we take time, we put God first in our lives, mm-hmm. we make sure we're reading the Bible, we're, we're attending mm-hmm. church, we're, we're mm-hmm. obeying what he tells us to do. So it's just not an automatic thing, you no. know, to, in order to, to keep this, this level of, of faith or commitment or results that we see in our lives. Right. Well, when God is first, he's first spiritually, he's first physically, he's first financially. He, he, he's everything to our lives. I, I don't have a, a job. I don't have a career. I have a calling. You know, the Webster's Dictionary said there's only three professions in the world. I've heard that. Everything else is jobs, careers, and the three professions are doctors, they're professionals, lawyers, they're professionals, ministers, they're professionals. Everything else is a job or a career, and see, but there's even something higher than a professional, and that's a calling, mm-hmm. and the gifts and the calling are God without repentance. You see what I'm trying to say? So you don't just take God out and say, I'm going to set you here for a while, and I'm going to go play, and then when I get tired of playing, then I'm going to come back and put you back in. And that's it a don't recipe work that for disaster. Oh, you better know it, because by the time you get back to God, you may be dead, and then you're looking at a God that is a judge instead of a savior. Mm-hmm. That's a vast difference. See, so when you understand, he is the same Yesterday, today, and forever. The point I want to give is he is the same in his work yesterday, mm-hmm. in his grace today, and his glory forever. Praise God. See, That's think about good. that. He is, he's the same in his work yesterday. So by his stripes you were healed. Mm-hmm. Bless you in the city. Bless you in the field. Bless you right. going in. Bless you going out. If he did it same yesterday, way, he'll do, do it, it today. And then in his grace, by grace are you saved. Yeah. Oh, Lord. Not of works Unless you should both know, simple by grace. And it's for and everybody. His, for everyone. And his glory is forever. Ooh. I tell you the truth, ladies and gentlemen, I really have to get, I don't know how to, I don't know how to say that. I don't think I've ever got this, that discouraged or that depressed or that despondent that I wanted to give up God. Mm-hmm. I've had many hindrances to my mission. And sad to say, usually from Christians. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, and I, 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 sometimes I've been like Moses. Oh, yeah. I can understand Moses' frustration, buddy. I mean, Moses, man, God's mad at the Israel. He said, I'm going to kill them all. And, and Moses just gets in God's face, man. And he says, he if you kill these people, you blot my name out this book. Hmm. And God said, I can't do that, Moses. He's, in other words, for lack of a better way to say it, he pinned God down. No. And then two weeks later, he says, God, kill them all. <laughs> you know, I can, really, I can really relate to that because I remember when I got born again and I started praying for you, mm-hmm. I interceded for you. I would just, I'd kneel on my, by my bed and I'd cry out and I'd pray, Lord, I'd cry, pray for Jesse to get you born again. I did. And then, then sometimes you would do something, I'd say, kill him, Lord. No, <laughs> I'm joking. But I mean, there's that warfare that you're doing, oh, yeah. but standing in the gap for a loved one or a family member yeah. is time well spent. Oh, yeah. Because it, it weapons, makes a difference. Yeah, our weapons are not carnal, but mighty through God. Yes. To the pulling down of strongholds. That's Think about right. That. How do you do that? Casting down imaginations. That's right. Every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. What does that mean? If you're sick, cancer exalts itself against the knowledge of God. When Jesus said, by his stripes you were healed. Bringing every thought into captivity, that means you got to catch it. Yeah. You got to captivate it, right. which means you get an ugly thought. You, I mean, you didn't come up with that. Satan just threw it, and then right. you got to captivate it. Bring every thought into captivity to the obedience of the anointed one in his anointing, to Christ. Christ in you, the hope of glory. You, you trying to get to that scripture? I was trying to find where. I think yeah. it's in Second Corinthians. And, and when you understand that, Paul said, I war not after the flesh. How could that man spend all them years in jail? And not get depressed. Well, you know, he made up his mind. Well, since I can't get out of this jail, I'll just write letters to the churches. Thank God he did. And yeah. God took 13 of them <laughs> God, and gave us this holy Bible. And it's just such a blessing. Right. And when you understand that. And this is what he wrote to the church of Corinth yeah. when it was in, that you were just quoting. Right. Can, I, can I read it? Yeah, read exactly it. so that you can find it and look for it for yourself because it's important that you put your eyes on the word of God Give as well. Give it the chapter and verse. 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 3 says, For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. 
For the war, weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Amen. That's what you were quoting now read that ago. in the Amplified. It's, it's really powerful. Now watch how powerful it is. Now we're going to amplify it so you can hear it real loud. We're going to raise up the volume. <laughs> it's called Amplified. Yes. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm going to speak it out. Uh, verse 3 says, uh, For though we walk, live in the flesh, we are not carrying on our warfare according to the flesh, using mere human weapons. Mm, I like Isn't that. Isn't that good? It says, For the weapons of our warfare are not physical weapons of flesh and blood, but they are mighty before God for the overthrow and destruction of strongholds. Inasmuch as we refute arguments and theories and reasonings and every proud and lofty thing that sets itself up against the true knowledge of God, and we lead a, every cap, and we lead every thought and purpose away captive into the obedience of Christ, the Messiah, the Anointed, anointed One. He said, he, that, "Read that line about the truth. It's in that second verse. The truth." Um, the truth. Casting down imagination. Go to, go to that verse. Verse 5 was, yeah. and as much as we refute arguments, theories, and reasonings, and every pride, proud and lofty thing that sets itself up against the truth. Stop for a minute. What truth? Jesus the same yesterday. Yeah. Jesus the same today. Jesus the same forever. I don't care how bad it is. And things can get bad. Mm -hmm. But you know what? Greater is he was in you than he was in the world. And when you understand that, my God. You know, people say, why? Well, my, if you say that, Jesus should have been shouting on the cross. No, he was carrying your sin. You right. see what I'm saying? But he's shouting My now. sin too. Yeah, he's shouting now. Yeah. Glory to God, because he did away with sin. Isn't that something? He did away. That's amazing to me when you think about the power that it took to do that. It wasn't easy to do that. That's right. why he said that this cup could pass for me in the garden gets get sent to me, you know. Right. And, you know, Jesus, for some reason, now Satan likes to show up at gardens all the time, too. Yeah. Because God likes gardens. People like gardens. Yeah. I remember the first time we went to the United Kingdom. Um, we, we were in, a, uh, was it Bath, England? But well, we rented that hotel and opened up the window, and there was this beautiful garden that they had. An it, English garden. It was Nothing gorgeous. Like I mean, flowers was pretty. It, it kind of went down, you know, they, how they did the ground. And just beautiful and bushes and shrubbery and, and colored beautiful. blooms. And, you know, I, and I thought about it. Then one time we went and preached in Mackinac Island. Had to get on a ferry. Michigan, to, here in yeah, the U.S. Yeah, to yeah. go across to this island. And they don't allow cars. The only thing that's on that, on that island is horses and carriages. Yeah, I think the only like motorized vehicle time. is a fire truck. They do yeah, that's those. it. Mm -hmm. I mean, you cannot. You cannot. You're none. And there's this beautiful hotel. It's the longest veranda. Or the longest yeah, porch we, in the world. Yeah, filled with rockers. We now, the reason why I'm getting here. to that, that was some of the most beautiful the prettiest flowers. flowers I've ever seen. I mean, I'm the flower heads, and I'm not exaggerating big that blue. big. Beautiful. And you just wanted to look beautiful at Beautiful purple God. flower, if I remember. Yeah, gorgeous. I mean, just, I mean. It's actually like a big round ball with filled with tiny little purple flowers. I Somebody mean, probably knows the name of that. It's just amazing. And, I I thought, and yet there was a gardener there who knew all about that. He was making sure. I think our sun is too hot down here to, to have that kind of I've never seen nothing balloons. like that. And I thought about it. I said, I bet the flowers like that were like that in, in the Garden of Eden. Oh, or better. Just, or actually better, but just beautiful. And, you know, I'm not a guy that just walks around looking at flowers. I'm just not that kind of a guy. I never have been. But that caught my attention oh, right yeah. there because it was so beautiful. Spectacular. And I got to thinking, you know, I said, these are the works of God's hands. Oh. This is what he had in his mind. And he when did he said, it for let us. the grass grow and let the herbs and let all, and the flowers and the trees and all this come. And it was done with beautiful till sin came in mm. and destroyed it. Brought the thorns. And it was terrible. And it was terrible. I really believe there was beautiful roses with no thorns. I agree. So you could take them and smell them and, and you wouldn't stick yourself in any way, shape, or form. And, you know, even the, in the plant kingdom, they have thorns to protect themselves from things. They have Think a about that. They you have see, a purpose. They have a purpose for that. But they don't have to protect themselves in heaven because they're, he, God is the protector. You're just not getting through that veil, buddy. <laughs> you can give it your best shot. I remember you said when you went to heaven, I know we made a few references uh -huh. to that. You have a book called uh, Close Encounters of, of, of God. Come. We have some products about that experience people, you had. You know, I felt little, people need to order that book. 
close encounters of the God kind. It's about the heavenly vision. And I think they and can the watch it on our have. Total JDM as well can as the video. If they JDM? want to see you share, share uh, the testimony at Lakewood Church uh, yeah, years ago. Yeah, when John Osteen, John Osteen was there. And you there. know who filmed it? Joel Osteen. That's when he worked behind uh, the, the cameras. That's and right. Did all the editing and all that but I was thinking stuff. about the flowers that you talked about in heaven, how even when you walk by, they, they, they would turn and look at you because even that was yeah. a lie. I mean, they were so, 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 so a lot. And this may sound nuts. I have across the street, well, actually in the boulevard of my house, one of the prettiest live oak trees Near you'll ever house. see. It's at least, they think it's at least 400 years old. Uh -huh. Now, they don't know until it dies, and they cut it down, then they count the rings. It's a massive oak, bigger huge. than this table, and the oh, limbs God. are so huge. No, the, 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 the branches I'm are bigger sorry, than this table. The, well, the trunk is bigger than the, oh, and God, the branches yeah. as well. But the, some of the trunk, the branches get so big, they just fall, the parts of them are on the ground to support and, it. That's how they, they grow beautiful. here. It's gorgeous. And it started with an acorn, but this big. Uh-huh. The other day, I just walked across, I walked out of my yard. I have, I'm a, I have a gated uh, house, you know, a, what we call it a gated fence there. And I walked, and I just went put my hand on that big tree. Now, boy, if that tree could talk, what would it say? And I just said, I went like this, hello. Because that tree is alive. Now, I don't understand this language. God does. And I believe when God's presence comes around, I believe that tree sensed the presence of Recognizes God Recognizes its creator, me. because even the Bible talks about how the earth yeah. groans, you know, well, waiting I mean, for everything to be I, restored the way right. God originally created it to be. I literally put my hands on that tree, and I, and I said, hello. I said, I know, I wish I could talk to you, uh, understand you, but I can sure admire your beauty. And I really believe that tree sensed the presence of God in my life. I really do. Now, you can't prove it's true, and I can't prove it's not. But I had something that something was going on. I sensed it. it wasn't just me just going over and saying it's a pretty tree. You know what I'm saying? Something was there. Well, the plant kingdom has a language just like the human kingdom, just like the animal kingdom. The other day, I caught a dog's attention real quick. <laughs> oh, I love to mess up dogs. You're dog, not going to you know? do that again. Oh, yeah. I go, who that dog turn around? What? Like, what? what? I and I must have said something he didn't like because <laughs> his ears came up. And I said, oh, Lord, I hope I didn't say use the wrong language on that dog, you know. But see, because they have their language. You see, God has his language, and his language speaks to the trees, speaks to the animals, and it speaks to the human beings. Right. And it's, he speaks to the wind. He oh, speaks to all of them. And it obeys and his it voice. It obeys him. That's right. And the guess Psalms where he lives? Inside of you. Hmm. Same yesterday, if you do today. It. You right. could say you are his condo on the planet, even though his, he lives in heaven, but he can live, he's so big, he can live, in, he, he, he's multifaceted. He can be everywhere all at once. What yeah. do they call it? Omnipresent? Omni, well, omnipotent? Uh, omnipotent, yeah. It's po all-powerful. Oh, it's just amazing. Ever-present. Yeah. You know, in fact, that's what, and here we are in the Christmas season, oh, and that's the, the words that God gave when he said, gave the promise that his, he would send his son, that he would be with you. Emmanuel was one of his yeah, names God because it us. means God with us. Not just with us, but also inside of us when oh, we I invite him all in. All the time. I've had people literally come up to me in restaurants. I might be sitting, I don't even know them. Just sitting in a restaurant, you know, a lot of time I'd be out preaching somewhere. I'm just by myself, so I'm just eating lunch there at a hotel or something, you know, in a restaurant. And I've had people walk by and look and say, uh, you look familiar to me. And usually I say, well, I'm on television and stuff. But that's not, they said, there's just something different about you. Ah, now that opens up a, 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 a conversation that I can talk to. I said, well, what you're noticing or what you're sensing is Christ in me, the hope of glory. Oh, you're a Christian. I said, oh, I'm a lot more than that. <laughs> and, and we I'm connect, a lot more than we've that. Said I this am before. a child of God. We connect spirit to spirit. Oh, yeah. Really I'm, a, I am a, I'm not the son of God, but I am a son of God. Yeah. So when you understand what God is saying here. You know, we know some people after the flesh means right. on the outside, but right. there's other people. We have a deeper connection. Right. We're uh, like precious faith, I'm and like we connect faith. spirit to spirit. And, and, and we have so many friends that are like that, and we're all so busy yeah. in ministry. We call ourselves, we say we have low-maintenance friends, because even though we don't get together as often as we would like, when we do get together, we it's like pick a pickup right off. where we left off. It's a beautiful connection well, in the spirit realm. I'll show you this. I'll never forget one time. I walked into this church, and I was going to preach it, and I just went, oh, I just felt this sense of, ugh. And I said, oh, Lord, I, 
I don't think these people are going to like me here. And he said, don't worry about it. They don't like me neither. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, you know, that's true. <laughs> you know, my God. And oh. it was like, it was like, my words was just like hitting a wall. They didn't want to hear nothing. They, they just, you know, they went there because I guess they passed the tool of the come or something. They didn't get anything in the word of God whatsoever. What happens all. to people, I wonder sometimes, Jesse, because they start out going well. And then we see this also in the book of Galatians. He who talks did about, you? Who did hinder you? You started out going in the right direction and now... Now look at you. You're way off course. I think God wants to bring us back to, to center. Well, and who's let us, the hinderer? The enemy. Satan. Satan hinders us, but we have to recognize his tactics and shake them off, basically rebuke them in, in the name of Jesus. You know, Amen. Jesse, a lot of people just don't realize the authority that belongs to them the moment that they accept Jesus into their life. It's him. Like you said, it's his name powerful. is on us, but we have the right to use that name. Oh. And when we use that name against Things that are coming against it, whether it be us whether, or our family, whether it be sickness or, or, or any kind of uh, relationship issues, we could speak the word of God and change it and turn it around. Because we have that ability and that power. Mm -hmm. You see, and we should use it. And, and I'll be honest with you, I use it all the time. Mm -hmm. In every area of my life, spiritually, physically, and financially. When I go to do business deals, and I do quite a, quite a bit of business. In fact, I'm going to do one this afternoon. That's right. When we leave here, we're going out to the airport and do some business. Yes. And, uh, and, but, I, you know, I'm going to use glory phrases. I'm going to use God's phrases. Can't help it. Yeah, because Christ in me, the hope of glory, it's God's business. Mm -hmm. You see, and I, I made up my mind. I want people not just, I, you know, people, I've had people say, you know, you're a very intelligent man. That's nice of them to say that. But now, I, I, you know, I, or you're a very educated man. I said, I don't think about that neither. What I have in me is the God of all. He says, I am that I am. Now, I'm the kind of man, once I know something to be true, I don't care if there's a billion things saying it's not. Mm -hmm. When you know something, you don't have to be convinced that it is. Now, if you believe in something, believe and believe and believe and trying to convince yourself that this is true. But once you know in whom you have believed, you got past the duh, like you yes. say, and, and now you're persuaded. Persuaded. See, let me show you how powerful that is. When God said, <laughs> Abraham is one of the greatest examples of that. I mean, my God, God tells him at 99, almost 100 years old, that he gonna, his wife's going to get pregnant. She's 90, and he, and he, and this can't happen. I mean, now nature has taken its course. It's, this is over. He's, he's an old man. But you know what he did? Hmm. He considered not That's his right. body. That's right. That's he didn't Romans deny point. his body. Uh -huh. He just didn't consider it. He considered Watch not. this. He staggered not. That's right. I mean... Think about that. That's an unbelievable thing to say your 90-year-old wife's going to get pregnant and you're going to have a son. He staggered not at the promises of God because God gave him a promise through Sarah will all the nations of the world be blessed. That's right. He considered not. He staggered not. Now watch this. He just didn't just stay there. Right. Then he became fully persuaded. Fully persuaded. Why? How did he get fully persuaded? Fellowship with God. Yeah. How do you know Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever? Fellowship with God. Yeah. He stayed close to God. That doesn't mean he didn't have trouble. And he, I thought he had to deliver a lot. There were people attacking him. There's right. all kind of stuff going and on. And he imitated God. And, yes, and he you did. were you were just quoting from Romans chapter four. Yeah, and this that's is my, what one he, of my favorite scriptures. I know it. And look, can I read what he yeah. says in that Romans chapter four? Verse Actually, 17. is in verse seventeen. I knew it. <laughs> I love that verse. Well, you know, let's go back to 16. I figured she would do that too. <laughs> <laughs> it says, therefore, it, this is Romans chapter 8, chapter 4, verse 16. Therefore, it is of faith that it might be by grace to the end, the promise might be sure to all the seed, not to that only which is of the law, but also to that which is of the faith of Abraham, now read that in who is the father of us all. Okay, okay. Now read that in the Amplified, because some people don't understand that. Okay, therefore, inheriting the promise is the outcome of faith and depends entirely on faith Amen. in order that it might be given as an act of grace, which is unmerited favor, there you go. to make it stable and valid uh, and guaranteed to all his descendants, not only to those devotees and adherents of the law, but also to those who share the faith of Abraham, who thus is the fathers of, of, the, of us all. So Abraham existed before the law, long before Moses. Like but what I want to get to, what Go I want to get to was verse 17, Go which ahead. is so powerful because Abraham followed God and he says, as it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations. 
before him whom he believed, even God, who quickeneth the dead and calleth those things which be not as though they were. He Read saw that. God call things that be, be not, not as though they were. So he did that himself in his own life because right. God gave him a promise. He didn't see it, but he says, I'm going to be a father. Every time he said his own name, because he, God changed his name from Abram to Abraham, which means a father of many of nations. Many nations. Now read that and amplify in verse Calling 17, Watch this. verse 17 says, as it is written, I have made you the father of many nations. He was appointed our father in the sight of God in whom he believed, who gives life to the dead and speaks of, I love this part, speaks of the non-existent things on, that he has foretold and promised as if they already existed. That's how faith operates. And That's Abraham watched God do things by faith and he, he was the one who called those things to be not as they were. So that's what we should be doing. See, we should follow that example. You're stirring me up here. This place was built well we started building the, uh, what they call it the campus of our ministry here in 1997. Now I bought the land probably two or three years before that I guess something like yes. that. Yes. We had to clear the land. We cut over 600 trees off this piece of property. Yeah, it was like woods, you see. But I remember when I would fly and go out and preach, and I'd come back home. My pilot used to bring me home, one of my first pilot. Mm -hmm. His name was Jack, he was a good guy. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times we'd be coming down Ormond Boulevard, make a long story short. I said, Stop, Jack. So he'd stop where the property is. I said, Can you see it, Jack? And he'd go, What'd you say, uh, boss? Can you see it? See what? See, I already saw all these buildings, I could see it. I was calling those things that be not as Truth. though they were. Mm -hmm. Because I had the vision from God. He said, I don't see it. I, I, I can't see it. I said, Jack, you're looking with natural eye. You remind me of Elisha's servant. Lord, open up his eyes because there's more with us than there is with them. That's there's right. more buildings on that property than you can see, Jack. Look at it. See, But see, I did not. Uh, I wasn't believing this. I knew in whom I have believed. What do you believe for? Do you know it? Do you, do, are you fully persuaded? That's where I want to get to before we close. Are you fully persuaded that what you believe in for will come to pass? Because if you are, then the time factor means nothing. Yeah, and it's, and it's what you, Let me what say it God again. The promised. time factor means nothing. Right. Cool. Yeah, but it's what God promised. Not, it's what you're believing yeah. for. But if you're, what you're believing for is based on what God has said. Remember, like we started out with, Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, Amen. today, and forever. His promises yeah. Or eternal. We're believing God right now. Let me tell you. Yeah, I'm 71 years old. Okay. Most of my friends have retired. You know, and, and retirement's not in my DNA for some reason. God's still giving me more things to do. I've got more partners coming. In fact, I got a prophecy the other day that, and I have my partners send me a picture of themselves. And if you haven't done that, you're a partner. Do that. We put it on the wall. We got them. Thousands everywhere, all over in the executive office. And a, and a person came up and said, you won't have enough wall space to put all the partners' pictures. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm, I'm calling those things to be not as though they were. Now, what's happening? See, and I, I, people say, well, when are you going to retire? What do you do for fun? This, <laughs> what you see right here. This is fun to me because I know in whom I have believed. Now, I'm persuaded. I'm persuaded that I will complete my destiny and reach my destination. Yes. You see, I know more partners are coming to us. I mean, uh, last night we did, we did a meeting uh, and, and people gave. I know people gave. Some of you right now, see, can I say this without sounding arrogant? A lot of people get to watch them and they say, I want to be a part of that. Mm -hmm. I want to be a part of that. And, what, and, I, and it's done financially. And when they do, we don't take the money and go, oh, let's go spend some money. No, no, we don't do that. You know, that's not our money. And let me tell you, the seed you sow, that's not your money. It was a seed. Once you put it in the ground, it becomes God's money. Now it's God's job to uh, make that come forward, but it's your job to put fertilizer on yeah. it. You see, you're working together as one. You see, and that's what it's all about. So, you know, people told me I couldn't build this. You know, everything, you, if you ever come to, to our headquarters, all of it was built debt-free. Three banks in the city of New Orleans <clears> said, <throat> I could not do this. I don't know how many others said that. But you know what? God says you can. So I would say, do you see the buildings? And we ain't had one stick of lumber out here. 
And but I could see it. See, yeah, once and you I know. could see beyond the buildings, Jesse. Yeah. I could see what was going to happen in the buildings. Yeah. I could you, see. You decorated. I could all see this. the ministry, well, not just the physical appearance right. of it, but what would happen in the buildings oh, and how man. the buildings would produce the gospel that would be sent all over the world. And that's what we're doing right now. Right and you know, people are continuing to write. Can I just read a couple of testimonies yes. before we go? Hurry up, because people are writing these in. People long. People are <laughs> I'm writing. sorry. But we can't You're taking help it. We my just time. love the word. An okay, now you go ahead. Uh, <laughs> they're watching from the Bahamas, from India, just on this page. And okay. this one, one testimony from Debbie was, I read it before service, before we taped, so I okay. want to read this. Okay. Debbie says, thank you, Jesse and Kathy, for your wonderful message. I always feel so uplifted listening to you both. You make me laugh. Please, could you pray for healing and financial stability in my family? I listened to many of your sermons over Again, Brother Jesse, and I often hear something new the second time over. I'm so hungry for the word right now, and you both help me with my understanding. Thank you, and praise the Lord. So they're praying. She wants us to pray for healing and financial stability. So Let's do that right I now. think we can do this for Debbie, but also have her as a point of contact for all others out there Amen. that have Amen. similar Amen. needs. Father, we decree and declare what Debbie wants. Thank it you, will Lord. be done. Yes. Not only Debbie, but anyone else Thank is watching you, that needs spiritual, physical, or financial help. Mm -hmm. Satan, I get great pleasure in telling you to get Thank under you, Debbie's Lord. feet yes. and everyone else that's believing for the same things that Debbie's believing yes, for. Lord. Lord, you said if two of us agree, well, me and Kathy agree, and you, number three, we have more than enough. Yes. I thank you, Lord, and I'm believing that Debbie's going to send me another wonderful testimony that she has it, what she prayed for. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Now, you see, you notice how I did it while I was praying. What, how do, how, what happened in that prayer? I called those things that be not as though they were. So I said Debbie would send me a testimony. That's right. And that's part of point? our theme for this year, which is great expectation gets, gets great, great results. Result. You know, Jesse, I was watching some of the comments that came in on a recent broadcast that we did or a, or a live chat or something, mm -hmm. and someone said great expectation. They've had a little variation on our theme. Right. Great expectations bring great celebrations. Oh, I and like I'm, that. I, don't you oh, love yeah, that? I love that. So I believe this year is not over with, of course. So I want you to believe, have great expectation. Come on. Have Take a Great celebration yeah. for victory of all the things that you've been believing for all this year. Especially my partners and people like that. You know the theme, great expectation, get great results. Take it all the way to December 31st because it's going to go all the way before the, the theme changes. And when you understand, there'll be a new theme for next yeah, year. Yeah, it's going to build that. on this one, though, That's I believe. That's right. It's, 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 it's foundation. It's stronger and stronger. It just gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you, I know what I'm talking about. God's word. Jesus is the same yes, yesterday, today, 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 and forever. And Are forever. you waiting for a miracle? Huh? Are you going to receive it today? I believe I'll receive my miracle today. Amen. I'm believing God for bigger and better things. I want to thank all my partners. I always end this way. We Without you. you helping us, we could not do this. Mm -hmm. You see the cameras? You see the lights? You paid for all this. I don't own that. If I died, my daughter wouldn't get the cameras or get the lights. See that? Nobody owns a church, Kathy. Think about that. See, it's God's work. So by you giving, we're able to put the gospel literally all over the world in so many different nations, so many different tongues and things. It's just such a blessing. So thank you. Thank you for doing what you do. And if you'd like to be a partner and you're not, and you're not one, you can, you can text to give us something. Or if you want to do that, and when I say us, I mean the ministry, not Jesse and Kathy. I'm talking about that or PayPal it. Or you can go to jdm.org and hit a donate button. That's the uh, website, I think that's how it works. Whatever. Now, let me help you. If you don't want to do that, don't do it. You're not going to hear too many preachers say that. No, I don't want you to do something you don't want to do. Uh-uh, I'm not that kind of man. But I know that a lot of people do. And I'll tell you what, and we will use it. And we've asked the Lord for every dollar given to our ministry, give us a soul. I want a soul into the kingdom. That's exactly why yeah. I'm doing this. So I thank you for being a partner, yeah. all our partners, for helping us. And, and Kathy mentioned it earlier. We'll close with this. Get that Close Encounters of the God kind. We have it in book form. We have it in DVD form. And I think we also have it in tape form. I'm not I, sure. Yeah, and I think it might even be on Total JDM for those that can go yeah, and watch Yeah, that. you can go watch it for free if you want. But a lot of people like to own the book. They like to have the physical copy. Yeah, yeah, if you'd like to get it, you're welcome to do that. Mm -hmm. Thank you for watching today. This is Jesse and Kathy saying we love you. Until our next boardroom chat. We'll be praying for you. Jesus, love you. Let's end it this way like Kenneth Copeland says. And Jesus, Jesus is, is Lord. Lord. Thought we'd use that, Brother Copeland. <laughs> <laughs> Hope you didn't mind. Praise the Lord. Have a great and wonderful Christmas.